0: DFL Podcast, good to have you in. So much going on in the world. Uh, My world, your world, hope all's well. It's funny, the uh, coronavirus pandemic has turned into something entirely different now. It's political. It's a socioeconomic crisis. People still getting ill, being hospitalized, losing their lives. But this thing sure has taken a new form And we're all coping with it as best as we can. Before I get into anything else, I I just have to share this with somebody. I, I haven't told anybody this because I just keep forgetting. For the last couple of weeks, I've just had mysterious wounds showing up on my body. And I don't mean like a black and blue. I mean like I look down and I'm bleeding. And it's happened to me like three times in the past month where I'm just minding my own business. And all of a sudden, I'll feel like a little tickle on the back of my hand. And I'll lift my hand up and I'm cut. And I don't know what happened. Nothing bit me. (laughs) I didn't walk into anything. And this, it's, I'm I'm bringing it up because it's happening right now. I'm looking at my kneecap. My kneecap is soaked in blood. I haven't bumped into anything or scraped it. I didn't scratch it. There's no mosquito bite there. What the fuck? Ghosts? Harming me? Just remember that I told somebody. Maybe I should tell a physician, but I told you guys now. So the audience knows that if some funny shit happens, yeah, you know, he'd been just randomly bleeding For the last few weeks. (laughs) We don't know. Um, But yeah, back to the coronavirus. It's turned into a political thing. You know, what side are you on? Stay home or I'll do what I want. Mask, no mask. The mask doesn't do anything. The mask is a sign of respect more than it is scientifically proven to prevent the spread of the virus or contracting the virus. Look, look, I'm not going down all of those paths. But what I did think we could do is maybe I'll throw some numbers at you that will show you the socioeconomic impact of COVID-19. I have a ton of statistics and I'll just throw them at you and we, you know, whatever sticks we'll discuss and whatever doesn't we won't and you'll just have that number and you'll know it and maybe you'll get educated or maybe you'll say, "Hmm." But I do have a bunch of numbers that I'll throw at you a little bit later. First, I want to talk about a grocery experience and uh, I know we Covered a grocery store experience in one of the earlier episodes, but this is a more pedestrian experience, not necessarily about shopping uh, or anything that happened to me in the supermarket, but it's maybe more of a story about intuition. Uh, My intuition told me not to get the bottle of the Lime Grapefruit All-Purpose Cleaner at Stop and Shop the other day. I've got a lot of cleaners, several bottles at home, but you know, Lime Grapefruit sounded like a good scent. And I grabbed the bottle and I was about to put it in my cart. But I didn't really need it because I know I have enough cleaners at home. So I didn't. I put it back on the shelf and continued down the next aisle. A little bit later in the shopping experience, I come across this same bottle now. It's in a different shelf. It was like in a different display. And now the universe is basically telling me to get it, right? Because I've seen it in two different places in the store. But I know I don't need it because I have cleaners at home. And I should trust my gut and not waste the money. But whatever. It's like $3.99. So I pick up this bottle of Lime Grapefruit All-Purpose Cleaner, and throw it in the cart. When I get home and unpack my groceries later, and mind you, this is, you know, COVID-19 times, so when you go grocery shopping, you're not buying a few things. I'm coming in the house with like 15 bags and produce, meat, cereal, everything under the sun, trying to get it all done in one trip so I don't have to go back to the store for a couple weeks. I can stay home where I'm safe. But I'm unpacking these grocery bags and... Things just kind of feel a little weird, a little uh, slimy. A couple of the items, as I take them out, they're like slippery and they look a little sudsy. And I just notice the fantastic smell of lime grapefruit. And the bottle somehow opened in one of the bags. And all of my items were drenched in this all-purpose cleaner. I had to rinse them off in the sink. Have you ever handled slimy, sudsy celery? I just You just leave it under the running water. Feeling it rinse away, it still is slimy, the water just takes forever to do anything, and then slowly it starts to feel like celery again. Apples, bell peppers, didn't matter that they were in bags, the whole thing was a mess. The box of almond milk, it's like a waxy box, and this cleaner just soaked the box and ate away the entire waxy finish of the container. I I didn't know what was going to happen, if it was going to leak, if it was going to eat away the box... It was just a complete and utter mess. A box of macaroni and cheese, okay? You can't eat that anymore. You know, canned goods, you rinse them off, dry them, throw them in the cabinet. But that box of mac and cheese, that lime grapefruit cleaner has now soaked into the box and permeated each tube of macaroni. It was, it was bad shit. And so, <laughs> and so trust your intuition, kids. My intuition told me not to to get the bottle of Lime Grapefruit Cleaner. I just got it anyway, and I got burned. It was plant-based, by the way. No harsh chemicals or artificial fragrances, so that's why I felt okay about eating the celery after I rinsed it off. So I said we'd talk about COVID-19 a bit. Nothing too deep. I'm just gonna give you some responses to some surveys. It kinda tells you where everyone's head is at. We'll react to some, and others I'm just gonna give you. I think it's very interesting. I think it shows you where we're at. And here we go. First category, travel and auto. Airline fares may rise by 54% because of social distancing. This is according to Travel Pulse magazine. We'll give credit where credit's due. Their survey says airfares may rise by over 50% if many airlines eliminate middle seats on flights. And they may not have a choice. The FAA may require middle seats to be left vacant. So these airlines would have to increase their fares by such a huge amount to merely break even, and that's what we're told. So think about this for a second. Flying could become something that all of the Richies do more than everyone else. You ever hear stories how families used to take crazy road trips, drive 18 hours, 30 hours in the car with everyone packed, Brothers and sisters driving each other nuts, kicking and punching each other in the backseat. It wasn't because mom and dad wanted to deal with that shit and be driven nuts. It's because you couldn't afford to fly a family of six across the damn country back then. 60s, 70s, you were smoking cigarettes on planes, getting full meals, champagne. You had to have a bit of money to fly like that. Today, every young professional flies every other fucking weekend or twice a month or work. For you, you do it for work or girls trips, guys trips, you want to go somewhere warm for a few days, you want to go to Vegas, you know, we could go back to how it used to be. It may come down to cost. And who wants to deal with social distancing in the cabins of the planes, keeping clean in the terminals? Sounds like a headache to me. I'm not a big flyer though. So since a lot of people don't want to fly but still want to go on vacations, according to the Wall Street Journal, RV rentals have gone through the roof. Don't have a number for you, but it makes sense with an RV, you have a safe environment, take your kitchen and your bedroom with you. Also, with the price of gas so low nationwide, it makes the idea of getting your crew, your closest friends, your family, hopping into Winnebago even more inviting. You're thinking about it right now, aren't you? Couple of cases of white claws, grab the easy pass, and you're off. Over the last 12 months, pandemic included, car buyers in the U.S. have purchased twice as many SUVs as sedans. We're buying big cars again. This is a trend to watch. It'll probably continue. Gas is super cheap right now. Many people care about the environment. There's a lot of people, just as many that prefer trucks when the national price of crude oil is low enough to make fueling one feasible. And if there is a boom in SUV sales and a resurgence of gas guzzling vehicles, that's a shame, bad timing, because USA Today says scientists have found that the quarantine in the country has caused a 17% drop in carbon emissions since early April. Now SUVs are on the uptrend. This is why we can't have nice things. One more travel note, a timely one, depending on when you're listening to this show. Last year's Memorial Day weekend was the second busiest travel day ever on record. This year, it is projected to be the lowest ever in terms of people traveling. Some food statistics for you now. One of the few things people can still do during the pandemic is eat. Boy, can we ever, I myself become a creature of habit, buying a bunch of the same things, same few things and eating them over and over again. A lot of cereal in the Conway house, PBJ, steaks on the grill, quick pasta dishes. But anyway, nationwide, some specific foods are emerging as quite the winners during this stay at home period. One such food, the hot dog, hot dog sales have increased 120% since mid-March. Sales fell a little bit a couple of weeks ago when all the panic buying let up and everybody started to chill out. Shoppers' stockpiling slowed, but people are still buying a lot more hot dogs than they did last year. It makes sense. Market researchers say people gravitate towards hot dogs because they're quick and they're easy. You can make them at home. Hot dogs are versatile. They also have a long shelf life and can easily be frozen or saved, which was important when everybody thought we were going to have this big meat shortage. Kids are out of school. They're stuck at home. Hot dogs are super convenient for parents. I remember those days. Mom would cut them into little coins, mix it with the baked beans. That was a broke-ass meal. Cheap. Fast when the kids are too young to complain. Okay, the restaurants that people are looking most forward to going to after quarantine ends. Here's the leaders. Seafood restaurants, 13%. Steakhouse, 14%. And the restaurant that we're most looking forward to going to, Mexican restaurants, 18% of the survey. Hey, you know, you can make a fajita at home, but you can never quite recreate the sizzle. (sniffs) Memorial Day weekend kicks off the pool and barbecue season. A survey by the Hearth Patio and Barbecue Association—there is such a thing—reveals 90% of people plan to grill or attend a barbecue this summer. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Some other findings here, though. 65% of us like to dress up our grilled dishes with a sauce, marinade, or dressing. Of course. Ketchup, the most used condiment, at 66%, followed by mustard, 62%. 66% of respondents put cheese on their burgers. 74% of people are into the lettuce, onion, and tomato. I'm a burger, cheese, pickle, ketchup guy. I don't need to stack it any higher. No lettuce, no onion, no tomato for me. What about you? What do you put on your burger? Final statistic category I have for you deals with home and social life. This one. A little astonishing, a new survey of people working from home found that nearly 70% say they don't remember the last time they wore real pants. I'm working from home, occasionally I go fishing, Uh, so I've been living in basketball shorts and flip flops, but I do wear pants and shoes and a belt if I'm in public. Found that a little weird, that people couldn't actually remember the last occasion where they had pants on, real pants, 70%. NBC says Victoria's Secret closing 250 North American stores due to the coronavirus crisis. Victoria's Secret sales fell by 46% during the first quarter here of 2020 uh, because of the pandemic. I don't have anything witty to add. This is a sad day. According to Variety Magazine, Netflix automatically terminating any accounts that haven't been used in more than a year. And this represents about 0.5% of their overall membership. Not really a problem for most of us whose Netflix accounts are very much on the active list. And finally, a good question. Will movie theaters be a thing of the past? Movie studios have been offering some of their new releases through streaming services during quarantine. People like it. Uh, The Daily News says a survey found 70% of respondents would rather watch new movies at home. What is your preference? Movie theater or watch a new movie at home? What if the drive-in theater makes a huge comeback across the country? It's the circle of life. React to this. React to anything you've heard on Dog's Food Life at the DFL Podcast on Twitter. Till next time.